0: Every year, Chicago's 911 operators field tens of thousands of mental health crisis calls. To respond to those calls, Chicago relies almost entirely on the police. But city officials say starting next week, that's going to change. WBEZ's
1: Chip Mitchell
0: reports. Two weeks ago, Elias Roman and his wife were chatting with friends in front of their house in Chicago's Little Village neighborhood.
1: Just enjoying the weather. When I seen three squad cars, they came flying. They came back to back. With their lights on.
0: The police stopped in the middle of the block. Roman is an anti violence worker and has a police scanner he uses for his job. He pulled it out to hear what was going on. Not
1: sure which guy uh, which, uh, he jumped. I heard one of the officers uh, tell dispatch that the mother had uh, said that the son has threatened her with a gun and saying that he had a gun.
0: They were neighbors, a few doors down in a one-story house. The dispatcher called for all available units in the area. Roman says they did not take long.
1: I see like around 10 police cars come from both sides, surrounded the whole block. And then I seen like a SWAT tank come down the middle of the block, too. And they came, SWAT came like with shields, big rifles. Now...
0: Roman says he knew this family. The son's 20 and grew up tagging along with Roman's old gang. The young man also has a mental health condition.
1: I knew that he's bipolar. Uh, He has told us before, his mom told us before, he takes medication for bipolar.
0: Now the mother was outside saying her son had gone off his meds and locked himself in the basement. Ramon says he could see the young man peeking through a front window of that basement, just a few feet from the street where the police had him asked. Ramon says he doubted there were any guns inside.
1: It's cause I know him. We've been uh, I've been knowing him since he was a little kid and uh he doesn't he never seemed the guy to carry some guns, man.
0: But the police took the threat seriously.
1: Seeing all these cops out here, man, uh and I was a bit like nervous. Like man, I don't want nothing to get I don't want nothing to happen to, to this guy or him getting shot.
0: The standoff lasted for hours. Ramon is not a mental health professional, but the officers finally allowed him to go and try to talk the young man out.
1: Like, man, you, you see, I see you got a crowd out here uh, waiting for you. I told them, you know, playing around. And then he's like, yeah, man, like, they, they, they want to get me. I'm like, man, they don't want to get you. It's just everybody's concerned because you had said there was guns. I'm like, come on, man. Like, Don't do that to yourself or your family because, you know, by any chance anything go bad. Come on, bro. Like, think about your safety. That's what I was telling them.
0: It worked. The young man came out. An ambulance took him to the hospital. If not for Roman, if not for a neighbor who knew the 20-year-old and was willing to step into a volatile situation, the young man could have ended up in jail, hurt, even killed. Those things have happened in Chicago when police have responded to mental health crises, but officials say they're making changes. Matt Richards is a Department of Public Health deputy commissioner. He outlined some of the plans to a community advisory panel this month. We're really moving towards a model that really aspires to have residents in those circumstances met by health care professionals, specifically mental health professionals who have the training that's needed in order to resolve the residents' concerns. Starting Monday, officials say new crisis response teams will handle calls in two areas, one on the south side, the other on the north side. The teams will consist of a paramedic, a mental health professional, and a police officer trained in crisis response. For advocates, it's a step in the right direction, but some are concerned because the police will still have a role. The mere presence of police officers can trigger a full-out crisis. Arturo Carrillo is the Brighton Park Neighborhood Council's Director of Health and Violence Prevention. And once police are on the scene, the temptation for police backup is too great. And before you know it, you can have SWAT teams showing up to a situation that could have de-escalated without the
1: presence of a police officer.
0: Carrillo says the police involvement could also make people hesitant to call for help in the first place. University of Chicago health policy expert Harold Pollack agrees that introducing police into a mental health crisis raises the stakes. But he says it's not an easy call. So imagine you have a 911 call. Someone calls because her adult son is having a mental health crisis. We really don't want to see a law enforcement response to that. We're not trying to criminalize that person. Well, it's also the fact that he's punched his mom before, and and she's been hurt, you know, and she's a 60-year-old woman, uh, uh, and he's a 28-year-old man. Do we send a police officer to that call? It's not an obvious answer to that. It may be what we do is we send a police officer to that call, but he's not the person who's interacting directly with that gentleman. You have someone else interacting with that gentleman, and the police officer is, is available in case there's a need to keep people safe, but is not directly in the face of this person, triggering and escalating that situation. That setup, when police and mental health professionals arrive together, is known as a co-responder model. In coming months, the city says it'll also try out two other models for crisis response. Those will not include cops. University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee social work professor Amy Watson says the city should invest in those non-police teams.
1: My concern is
0: if we only go to co-responder models is that we'll stop there. And that the only option for mental health crisis response will always involve a police officer. Watson has studied Chicago's crisis response for years. She says there are safe ways to have non-police professionals respond to 911 calls, even in high crime neighborhoods. We have other professionals that go into those communities to do their jobs, and they're doing it every day. We have visiting nurses, community health workers, violence interrupters, and we can learn from them how to do it safely. Watson says cities like Chicago often lean too much on police to handle mental health crises. She says these pilot programs could be the start of a new approach. Chip Mitchell, WBEZ News.